So, how's everyone doing with the time change? It used to be falling back was like the best of the two time changes because you felt like you gained an hour of sleep. You'd naturally wake up at your what you thought was your normal time only to look at your clock or your phone and see, hot damn, I have another hour before I have to actually get up. That was really great. I loved it. Used to be seriously my favorite thing. And then I, uh, I had kids. Uh, you don't get that extra hour if you have kids at all. You feel like you lose an hour just readjusting them so that they stay asleep longer in the morning and you don't have to wake up at five instead of six when they should wake up. Nevertheless, the first week, just a bunch of people looking like zombies and just milling around being totally ineffective, kind of like the Seahawks defense. Welcome to the Common Ground Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brian McLaughlin and Andrew Guzman. Common Ground Football Podcast, episode 77. Week 10 of the NFL is here. Goes by faster and faster. It's already November. Halloween's over. Trick-or-treating is done. Moving on to Thanksgiving and then Christmas. And then, hell, it's 2020. Just like that. Uh, What's up, everybody? Just Brian again, Seahawks fan. It's a huge show today. Gigantic. At least I hope it is. Um, even though it's just me, that doesn't mean we are absent from any Cowboys content. Uh, I promised that I would do my best to continue that to cover that team in Dallas, even though I don't like them. So even with Andrew away, I uh, I went nuts. I brought in a couple of guests. Something we don't do enough of on this podcast. I'm hoping to take little baby steps and into changing that up. So first up, uh, to talk some Cowboys with me, I will got, I got, uh, I got Dean Giles. He'll be on in a little bit. Uh, he's another crazy Cowboys fan, just like Andrew. He's also another local Northwest podcaster. Uh, he's become a friend of the show and he's also just become a personal friend. We, we love Dean to death. Uh, so it, he's been gracious enough to take some time to hang out. And then, uh, with the Seahawks playing in San Francisco this week, uh, I thought it would be uh, the proper thing to do, really and honestly, to bring on the biggest Niner fan I know and to see how he's feeling about the game and uh, easily the biggest game of the season for both those teams. And uh, so our very own Dennis from Ohio, who joins us weekly uh, with his question of the week, I'm going to have him on. We're going to talk about uh, the Monday night game and uh, what, what he thinks his Niners will do uh, and what they have to do to continue on their uh, unbeaten ways it'll be a blast so we're going to recap week nine of the seahawks we'll talk to dean about the dallas monday night win we'll preview the dallas sunday night matchup with the vikings i have a few nfl news stories that i want to touch on with dean and then i'll jump right over into to uh to dennis he's going to join me to preview week 10 monday night football niners seahawks all that plus mailbag game picks as we always do loaded episode should be a lot of fun Let's jump right into week nine, talk about the Seattle Seahawks and uh, what went down um, in their, at their game. Uh, it was uh, another squeaker, as I like to call it. Squeak by, squeaky win. They, uh, they barely get the win, as I would call it. 40 to 34 in overtime, way more points than I thought would probably be scored in this game. Uh, that's absolutely insane. I'm going to start off before I get into the whole thing about, you know, what we all saw. 
defensive meltdowns and all that garbage. I'm actually not going to spend a ton of time talking about week nine. I think what I have with uh, coming up with Dean and what I have coming up with Dennis, I think those conversations are more exciting than, than me sitting here yelling at clouds and ranting about uh, stuff that everyone else saw when they watched the game. But let's kick it off with my awesome. Awesome. This was actually kind of a hard decision because as frustrating as the defense was on the offensive side of the football, you had Russell Wilson uh, take over the MVP race. I mean, for a while now you've had, well, Russell's up there. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, you know, last week before his garbage game this week, Aaron Rodgers was in there. You know, Russell was just in the mix. I think that with that performance that he just had this week, I think it's safe to go ahead and say that he's the front runner and uh, he should absolutely, um, if the season were to end today, he would be the MVP for sure. But that being said, he is not my awesome i'm gonna give it to his favorite target instead i'm gonna get tyler lockett what wilson and lockett have is special it's reminiscent of what we saw with doug and and russell that one season uh locker went off locker had locker lockett went off it's been a long night already Lockett went off, uh, 13 receptions, 152 yards, two touchdowns, uh, 18 targets. So he caught 13 of 18. Um, Russell puts the ball up, and and Lockett is going to come down with it. That's what's going to happen. And it has been insane to watch this, you know, short little guy in Tyler Lockett just uh, he's been worth every single penny of his extension, all of it. He, he's he's amazing, and and what him and Russell do, week in and week out on the football field is nuts. Don't take anything away from what DK Metcalf did. DK, uh, he he's what a what a great rookie season he's having. So many people wanted to just say, oh well, he's overrated. He fell so far in the draft. He's not going to be that good. He's too big. He's not going to be able to do this. He can't run that route. He can't run this route. He does run those routes, and he's a stud. And, you know, the only time he struggles is when they try and do some weird, unique stuff and it with him that doesn't work for his, his style. It just doesn't. Uh, it's kind of like what they tried to do with Jimmy Graham when Jimmy Graham couldn't do those things. So, uh, But when they, they use him the right way, I mean, he, he's, he's going to go up and get the ball. So he had six receptions, 123 yards. His touchdown, fantastic. It was awesome. Um, he, he, I mean, what a stud. I think you him, Lockett, there, you know, might have been a little news with the receiver they just uh, grabbed off the waiver wire. Um, they, they are definitely trying to make the, the passing game bigger so Lockett gets my awesome there's more offense to talk about and we'll do it in a second but we can't you know you got you got an awesome you got to do my bummer bummer uh well that's pretty easy i could make it very broad and say the whole defense sucked but they did but 
let's go to special teams. Let's talk about our really expensive Pro Bowl kicker, uh, Jason Myers. Um, how he still has a job is only because Pete Carroll is so nice, apparently. Um, he was garbage. Absolute garbage. The fact that it had to go to overtime was because of the kicks that he missed. Um, two of four with field goals. Two for three. Missing an extra point. Can't miss extra points. I know that they're harder now, but you can't miss extra points. Seattle had a chance to win it with a field goal. Couldn't do it. Missed it. Uh, he he's He's not good. I don't know what it is. Now, obviously, he had a great season last year. I get it. But you screwed up and you let him go last year to go play somewhere else when you could have kept him here and paid him diddly squat. And then you bring him back and you have to pay him Pro Bowl money. So now you're paying him, what, $4 million? I mean, come on. You can't pay a kicker that much money and have him be this bad. He's just not good. So maybe it, maybe he is good and he's just – there's something wrong. Like, I don't get it. So on the other kicking game part of our of the team, though, I'll tell you what, most improved, Big Balls Dixon. He had a great – he only had th- uh, three punts, but his long was 63 yards. And uh, he was so three punts for 166. He finally looked good again, which is great because he hasn't looked good. This has not been a great uh, second season for Dixon, but this game looked great. So, so Tyler Lockett gets my awesome. Jason Myers my bummer. Unfortunately, Pete Carroll said that's our kicker. We're sticking with it. I don't know what happened to his always compete, but whatever. Um, what else about this game? Um. The 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 Bucks came in at, at two and what two and five, and once again the Seattle defense, which is so weird to have a Pete Carroll led team, and actually have talent like there is talent on this team. There are good, good. I wanted to say great and good, and I said good. There are great players. There's actually really good talent on defense. Yet they let Winston throw for 335 yards. They let Schaub throw for over 400 yards. They look terrible. They can't cover anybody. They leave big open holes. They just, I don't get it. I don't get it. Because, again, Carroll has always been the defensive-minded coach. Carroll has always been the one that handcuffs Russell Wilson and the offense. He focuses more on the defense, which is fine. Look at what we had when the Legion of Boom was a thing. They were great. But this team, defensively, you can't be giving up 335 yards to Jameis Winston. You can't do it. You can't let 84-year-old Matt Schaub throw for over 400 yards on you the week before. You can't do it. You can't be that type of team. It doesn't work. The fact that they were able to come out of that with a win to me, it's actually a little bit shocking with the way they played. The only reason they did was because of the offense, because Russell Wilson took over that game. You actually got to give Schottenheimer some credit. The the way he called the game was actually pretty damn good. He knows that Tampa Bay is really good against the run. So they came out pass heavy, and it worked. 
And that is with Carson actually running for 105 yards on Tampa Bay, which is unheard of this season. That's not something that offenses do. So give Schottenheimer some credit. You know I hate doing that. If you listen to the show any if for any amount of time, you know I hate giving him credit. But the defense, I mean, it it's I, I've watched the game a couple of times now and and then I've read articles and I've watched videos and I've 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 really tried to like immerse myself in it, learn more about stuff I don't know. But it's a scheme problem. That's what it is. Yet it's Ken Norton Jr. He's he's been a part of this team with Pete when they were a damn good defense. So why why the weird soft zone garbage defensive scheme? It it doesn't work. Guys aren't covering the right guys. They're they let <laughs> the be- Evans, right? Best receiver on the box he's a weapon he's fantastic 12 receptions 180 yards why on earth was he open as much as he was there was no reason to be he was wide open all of their receivers were wide open all the time and the thing is is the secondary as much as we want to say there's been some struggles back there there's also games where they don't struggle they look great and i still believe that they have talent griffin is is a good corner we finally saw, you know, McDougald and Blair. Those are going to be a that's going to be a good tandem at safety. There's talent back there. Flowers is actually having a good season. But for some reason, because of the defensive scheme that they're playing, it doesn't work. So the the test is going to be now are they going to make adjustments? Are they going to be able to realize it's not working or are they going to be stubborn and be like well this is the way we play oh that's the way we're going to do it and then we're going to keep doing it that way you're not gonna be able to do that against some of these good teams you're going into the meat of your schedule you're going into the hardest part of your schedule and you're lucky to be seven and two so that makes me incredibly nervous because it's it's we're not used to seeing it. Even when the offense struggles, we're at least we always knew we had the defense to back us up. And now it's like completely flip flop. Thank God we have Russell. Good God, if we didn't have Russell, we'd be in deep trouble. That's so weird because I've always been so you know anti Russell Wilson, and now I'm like, oh, thank you, Russell. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. Just, just it's just not good, not good. So, um. I don't it was a Hollister making the game winning catch. Hollister who you know we got from New England hasn't done much but you know we want to talk about filling a little bit of a void. We've been freaking out about not having Will Disley. I mean it's been felt. Hollister did great. He had four catches, 37 yards, two touchdowns, one of them being the walk-off game winner which was a fantastic play. Um as soon as they flipped the coin there and and we and the Seahawks got it, I knew it was over. And that's that is not that's a nice feeling to have. I just knew it. I just it was like, but the thing was is if Tampa had gotten the coin toss, I I don't know that it, I maybe would have had the same feeling because I I didn't trust the defense to stop them. But I I just had a feeling Russell was gonna was gonna do it. It was gonna happen. Didn't know it was gonna be Hollister making the catch, but that was great. 
I'll take it. It's awesome. I love those. You know, they're fun. But again, it sure would be nice to have one game that they just destroy. A team that's two and five, the Seahawks can score 40. They should have given up like 10 or less to the Buccaneers. That would have been so great. Nice, relaxing game. Not the Seahawks. No way they can do that to us. That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Ugh. All right. So I could go on and on and on about that game, but we all know. We all know what's up. We all know the defense was terrible. They need to make adjustments. In watching some of the things, I think it can be fixed. But that all comes down on Pete, Ken Norton Jr., them being able to do that and and acknowledging that there's a problem and fixing it. I don't think it's a talent issue. I really don't. I think it's just a scheme issue. So let's see what happens Monday night in San Francisco. Other than that, though, good win. We'll take it. We're seven and two, second in the NFC West. And uh, yeah, are are they worse than their record is? You bet. But that doesn't mean they can't keep going. It's going to be the hard part of the schedule, but they can keep it going. I think they can. But let's move on and 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 talk about something else. All right, so uh, let's uh, let's jump right into recapping week nine. I have uh, a special guest with me uh, today to kind of fill the void without Andrew being here to talk about his Dallas Cowboys. I searched high and low for another Cowboys fan, which you would think would be kind of hard to find in Washington State, being that, you know, we're pretty far away from Texas and, you know, up here, most of the time you, you hear people talk bad about the Cowboys like me, but I did find somebody and uh, it actually was not a hard search because I, I, I asked him and he, he jumped right in because he's, he's become a good friend. So Dean Giles, who has the Podskeer podcast, which Andrew and I were on at one point back in the day. And then um, uh, How Are You Now, which is a Letterkenny podcast, which I, we've subtly mentioned here and there that if you're not watching Letterkenny as a show, um, there's something wrong with you. And you you're need, a DJ from Upcountry. That is correct. You need to go watch it, and then after you watch each episode, make sure that you catch up on the podcast because they go episode by episode uh, to review what's what's happened. And that podcast is doing pretty damn well, right? Exercise ten four. That's since fantastic. Since we switched to since we switched to our new uh, our new host. Uh, just uh, mid June, we we just hit uh, thirty one thousand total downloads. I really hate you, but you know what? That's <laughs> no, but it's, at, at the same time, like couldn't be happier for you guys, and and I love that it's doing so well. And I'm gonna have to get back on it one of these days when I can actually focus in and and I need to. I feel like I need to rewatch um, a few, like I go back a, a season or so and rewatch because I'm I don't. I don't think my attention, I think I was distracted and I don't think I got as into it as I probably should have because it is a fantastic freaking show. Oh, yeah. It's just magical. And it gets it gets better. I mean, because like the first season, first two seasons, I would say, were, you know, spill, uh, spilled off of their their web series that yep. they were doing. Yep. And then uh, and so and they as they got more character arcs, 
<laughs> it was like it actually got some legs to it and uh, really started picking up uh, seasons three and four. And now we just had season seven released uh, on the Hulu. On the Hulu. <laughs> on the Hulu. Well, uh, and, and I'm and the Letter Kenny Live is coming out here too. I'm so, so I I need to, I saw that and I need to go see it. I asked. I, I think I asked Andrew if he was going to be interested in going to that, and he just he was like, ah, I love the show, but I don't know that seeing it live I could handle. And I'm like, man, I, I think that would be fantastic. <laughs> I, I haven't went so far as buy, buy. I bought the VIP silver ticket. Oh, so you're all so, in. Well, oh, you have I'm totally. You have to. I be. Have, <laughs> yeah, I, I've even thought about going down to the Portland one as well. They have two in Portland. Are they doing so, one in Spokane, or is it just Portland and Seattle? Uh, Portland and Seattle. Okay. Yeah, that'll be a good time. Are, there, are you, do you have any other podcasts I don't know about since you're you know a podcast guy? <laughs> uh, no, I, this these these are the only two. I'm, I'm actually thinking about doing one that's a uh, a podfic uh, uh, podcast, which uh, is basically it's kind of like audiobooks, but for fan fiction. Oh, uh, and, and one of our one of our uh, one of our folks who's uh, who's a mod on our uh, uh, Discord for podcast junkie uh she actually writes a lot of letter kenny fanfic so i'm oh, thinking about awesome. adding adding some of that in there that would be fun yeah so, totally so on Podskier, you guys have it's really funny because you you guys reached out to us um because Podskier, for those of you that don't know it haven't checked out their podcast so they're um you want to talk about supporting little independent the, the baby podcasts like like we are um they they go out and they find them and then they interview mm -hmm. them and they try to get you know basically let the world know about these smaller independent podcasts that don't necessarily get a gigantic audience and yeah. and it's a great a great podcast and uh but it's been funny when you guys came to us because you two you and don have the same dynamic <laughs> when you have a <laughs> cowboys fan and you have a seahawks fan and uh so that's that was kind of uh fun and yeah. uh, God, I've been watching Don on on Facebook. Uh, he's he's he. Uh, I think it's like if people like if I were to be somebody else and then walk, look at what like my Twitter feed is like. I think that's what it is. <laughs> but I love but I love the passion that he has. Like today, he like it's like he just found out about Josh Gordon today, and and blew a gasket on that and and just. <laughs> it's, it's like calm down it'll be okay they're just they're trying some things out it'll be all right um well i just got done so i just got done talking about recapping the seahawks in week nine where they you know squeaked out a, a win um against you know, the bucks you said you've got some notes on that i'd love to hear what you think oh yeah about that game well, so yeah I've, i yeah my i mean it was a fun to watch game uh, not, sure. not if you're a fan of course sure <laughs> If, if you're not a fan of those teams, it was it was a fun to watch game because it was like, oh, wow, this. Oh, look at that. Wow. I mean, but for, uh, I, 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 can I swear on here? Yes, or you, can, do you, yes you can go ahead. And, yes. <laughs> Wilson was fucking smoking hot. Five TDs he had for I mean, both passing and rushing. He had almost four. It was like a yard short shy of 400 total yards uh, for himself. Carson is getting more and more unbelievable. Uh, it's, and so, yeah, it was, it was amazing. I mean, uh, the, the game that they put out DK Metcalf is completely solid. He's a man, um, he's a man child. He's, yeah, un, he's I mean, unbelievable. You know, 
he's, you know, I kind of compare him to, uh, you know, on the other team, Evans, they're, you know, they're both big athletic guys. Yeah. They're not the fastest guys on the team, but if anything you throw at them, they're going to catch. Yeah. And Evans, I, I, Evans was really the only bright spot on, on the bucks. Um, and plus he's also on my fantasy team. So that was good. <laughs> so you loved it then. Yeah. <laughs> he, he got me, 30, I think he got me 37 points, but holy uh, crap. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and that was just, you know, he only had one touchdown. So all that was yards and catches. So, cause they threw at him a whole bunch of times. Well, cause um, he was always open. It was just yeah the de- the defense. But, it just, I mean, how, how you leave your, their best receiver as open as yeah. he was, man, yeah. I, like you said, it was fun. I was nothing but frustrated and stressed oh, out. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, like I mean, every single yeah, I hate watching Cowboys games like that because they're like, oh, my God, I just can't. I, I can't eat. I mean, I'm just. <laughs> well, I mean, I just I mean, for kind of I just want one game where they just kick the shit out of somebody. Just. Oh, yeah. Go out there and yeah. just blow somebody out of the water. So by the fourth quarter, I can ju- mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just relaxed. And it doesn't even matter that I don't catch something up, you know, a part of the game because it's it's in the bag. It's done instead of yeah. nail biting, stressing out. And I mean, I, I'm 35 and I, I feel like the <laughs> Hawks are going to give me heart trouble. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm 51 good. and I've been I've been dealing with the the uh, the missing pieces of Cowboys offense and or defense for the last, you know, 25 years years of uh failures uh yeah that's uh, so it, that hasn't been good for me either but yeah i mean so my other yeah uh, like i told i was talking earlier you know had myers not missed those two kicks that he missed never would have gone to overtime and also you don't generally win a lot of games when you give up that many points uh so no. uh and so yeah you know that, that's a lot of pressure to put on wilson i mean at some point he's gonna break i mean he's not gonna be able i don't think he can or ever toss five touchdowns <laughs> to carry the team. Well, He's a little guy. He can't carry that entire team on his back. No. He needs some help. <laughs> no. And I and I think that I mean one of the things that was actually I mean a little bit different than what we've seen from Russell this season. He actually has not been I mean, he's, he's having an MVP season. He's having his best season he's ever had. It's ridiculous to watch. But you've actually, oh, yeah. if, you, if you look at his pass attempts per game and then you look at what they're actually doing in their offensive plan, it, it's still very much run first. This game, though, was different. They, they went in knowing that Tampa Bay actually was very good against the run. For Carson mm-hmm. to even have over 100 yards, uh, yeah. against the Bucks, that was a huge thing all on its own so the game plan was for Russell to have to take over and throw the ball a lot but you're not going to see necessarily that I mean going forward you're still going to have they're still going to try and and establish that run and then when you know when they have you on the ropes that's when the Russell will just you know throw some bomb to lock it and he'll catch yeah. it and <laughs> there's a touchdown it'll just it's just the way it works and and so yeah but you're right eventually he something will happen the fact that he he's been able to do it um consistently this season is just nuts and and I, i'm even as even if i wasn't a seahawks fan if you try and put somebody else in that mvp conversation you can shut up right now it's it's <laughs> it's nobody else right now i mean there's there's some guys hanging out right below him but if you were to if the season were to end today it would be his award. It would be done. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think Dak is behind him for sure. Well, yeah, uh, but he's, he's. I mean, com- Dak has a better. To, he has a better completion percentage, I think, doesn't he? Oh yeah, he's. Yeah. I think he's. He, yeah, he's. He's right up there. I mean, he's. 
he's been amazing. I mean, it's just like that very first pass and this, so, and I guess we can get into the Cowboys giants if you're ready, but yeah, uh, that, that very first throw that he did, I mean, right. Coming out of the bye, very first throw <laughs> is a pick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ, is this going to happen again? And, uh, I'm like, how do you not see that guy right in front of you? You threw the ball, right. You threw right, right to Bethay. <laughs> it's like, Oh Jesus. And it was just like, that was, for the first half, that was kind of the entirety of the Cowboys. They were just struggling. Um, and you know, they couldn't, they were fighting the fight themselves with the penalties and all that stuff, even through the, the last half of the game with that. But, uh, you know, fortunately the defense, uh, was able to hold them in that first role. I mean, even though they were like within uh, goal to go range, uh, they held them to a field goal. Um, but in the end, Dax held down and, you know, he had three touchdowns with that one interception, 257 yards. Uh, even though, the, you know, he had a, there was lots of drops in the game. Witten yeah, even dropped yep. some. Yep. Uh, and freaking Cobb. Uh, yeah. And that's one of that's my, <laughs> I think Cobb is probably my bummer of the game is like, you know, I think he, uh, there was a, there was a couple of them, but uh, him and Cheeto, uh, I'm just done with them. Yeah. You know, uh, Cheeto for sure. Cobb, he's like he's like on that 50-50. He does make some really good plays every now and again. Cheeto, I haven't seen do a damn thing for two years now. So <laughs> he's he, he needs to be gone. Um, he was good for a minute, but that was it. Uh, Zeke, still a freaking monster. Yep. Six, six yards a carry, 23 carries, 139 yards. Um, and you can't say anything. Uh, you can't say enough amazing things about Amari Cooper. I mean, sh- I mean, four catches. Uh, and a TD, you know, you know, that, I mean, 20 yards of carry, yeah, I mean, that, a catch. that, that touchdown throw to him yeah. late in the game, uh, mm-hmm. was unfortunately, I wasn't able to like watch the game as much as, as hard as I wanted to watch it. Um, yeah. but I did like, I was able, once the kids were in bed and all that, and I, I was able to see that and he just <clears throat> was a perfect throw from Dak. And then he just, he was gone. He just yeah, well, separated yeah, also, the way he went. Yeah. They got- the, that rookie uh, uh, DB that they have that, that they put on him for some reason. Yeah. Um, he, I mean, he was with him, and then as soon as <laughs> Cooper turned to the right, he just kind of still drifted back, yeah, and he was it like, "It's over." <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not supposed to follow him. Oh, oh I am supposed to follow. Oh. Oh, well, it's too late now. <laughs> yeah, he gone. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, so I, I was a little frustrated at you know, you know, Coop not getting an, uh, as many targets as I probably thought he should have. I mean. He wasn't targeted a lot. He had, he did, he was another one that had a drop. Um, uh, Gallup, uh, <laughs> that touchdown that he made, there was like the, the hop, skip, and flip into the end zone. Yep. <laughs> yeah, those were all amazing. But, you know, even Witten, or as Booger liked to refer to him all night, old reliable, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, still, still good as ever. I mean, yeah. he's been in, he's been 16 years now, uh, and eight catches for 58 yards. Um, for a tight end, his age, uh, how almost any age, I mean, that's pretty damn good. That's solid. Uh, Sean Lee still great making plays in the backfield. Uh, we got six sacks. Uh, I think all uh, with D law, Jalen, uh, Bennett, Michael Bennett's back, uh, for the Cowboys. Uh, we got another Bennett brother, uh, Malik Collins, Lawrence Armstrong, Gifford and Quinn. Uh, and then the final scoop and score to put the polish on the final nail in the coffin from Xavier Woods. I mean, 
so much good at that. But yeah, my I, my bummer, I, I kind of have a double bummer, but mostly it's Cheeto. Cheeto is just, he gives up too much. He's not playing proper football, not playing proper NFL football. He's, he's trying to rely too much on his college skill, and he that doesn't translate to the NFL. No, and it doesn't for some players, unfortunately. Yeah, and I mean, the Giants, I mean... They're yeah, they they got some work to do. I mean, yeah. Mike Jones, he, Mike Jones was good. He for a rookie, he's good, but he looks every bit the rookie. Daniel Jones, uh, the quarterback. Uh, yes, yeah, 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 Daniel Jones. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah uh, he looks every bit the rookie. Yeah, uh, uh, wait and see. Though I will say that Eli was better when he was coming out than Jones is. <laughs> uh, they had no rush game. Uh, uh, Barkley. 28 rushing yards. He had more. He had 67 receiving yards. Well, Jones, uh, yeah, so, jo- Jones had more rushing yards than Barkley did. <laughs> so, Six carries, yeah, 54 would, yards. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, but but Barkley thing. was their leading receiver now. So come on. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, everybody. See, maybe that was their problem. Maybe everybody was playing the wrong position, and, and that's <laughs> that is what was, that was what was going wrong there, and and that's a coach thing right there. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think you know, I you know I couldn't as far as uh, coming out your rookie season. I you know, as far I mean, you got uh, Wilson and Dak. Those two rookie seasons, if you look at them, how how the production and the 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 precise preciseness of throwing, those two rookie seasons were amazing. They were, you know, and and for also you know, uh, Dak was a fourth round. Russell was third, wasn't he? Yep. Yeah. So, you know, so yeah, it's, uh, you can, uh, it doesn't really matter where you're, where you're from. It's, you know, how you do once you get there. So that's a hundred percent correct. So, yeah, I, so my, uh, yeah, I, I think probably, well, what's your awesome? Cause those are your, you gotta, I, that's your bummer. What's your awesome? You gotta have at least I, one. You yeah, want, uh, there's, yeah, I've gotten a bunch. I mean, Sean <laughs> Lee, amazing yeah. for, you know, for, you know him coming in, Vanderesh is out, uh, which sucked. He stepped right in, and he was once he's getting getting more reps with the first team. He's like back to his old old groove. Um, so I mean, really, really, my awesome has got to be Zeke because he's the one who kept it rolling. He got six yards of carry, and so when even so, when it was getting down to that crunch time where he just needed they needed to keep the clock rolling, you just feed it to Zeke, and he's just eating it all up. Uh, so, and, and so, yeah, that was, that was amazing. And our defensive play was amazing. So both, uh, you know, the, the number of sacks that we got on them. Uh, so, but most of all, Zeke, Zeke is, he's, uh, he's, he's someone to be reckoned with. I, I think uh, what, I think what impressed me was the defense in just that, uh, Andrew and I had talked in the past, earlier in this season towards the beginning anyway, based on what we saw from the Cowboys last year. The defense was, you know, a big part of, of what the Cowboys were doing. I mean, the defense, yeah. they exceeded expectations last season. And then going into this season, you obviously wanted to build on what you saw in 2018. And and then you weren't necessarily seeing that here and there. But then you look at, like, numbers from this game, and you mentioned Sean Lee and then Jalen Smith. Both of those guys had 12 total tackles. Mm. Um you know, Demarcus Lawrence showed up, and and they yep. just you, when you were watching it, that you noticed that I, maybe it was just you know they they wanted to make a statement or whatever it was, but it just seemed like the defense was playing angry and they were oh yeah they were aggressive <laughs> and and that's what we got used to seeing last season. 
and we hadn't necessarily seen a lot of this season and it was of course all the talk was on the offense with the new coordinator and and Dak in a contract year and Zeke in his holdout and all this different stuff and so the focus was so much on what are they going to do on the offensive side of the ball the defense just kind of wasn't happening and then you finally have this game and you know the question is and that this is for you is is Dallas that good or are the Giants just that bad well a little bit of both I I think it's a little bit of both yeah I mean because you know, you scored 30, you scored 37 with throwing an interception, uh, and missing a field goal. I mean, you gotta be pretty good. Uh, to, you know, I think I, you know, even when you're, I mean, cause sometimes we get into our own heads. I think that's where we, we fall short. And I think we did that at the beginning. And then we finally shook off the rust and said, okay, let's, let's get at it. So yeah, we need, we definitely need better production in the first half of games. Like we were getting in the, in the first few games of the season. And we also need more black cats on the field. Well, I mean the star of the game, I mean, well, the thing was, I mean, <laughs> the giants, I mean, kudos to them for keeping, uh, you know, that secret the whole time. Um, well, I mean the Cowboys, I mean, because that was our secret weapon, uh, black cat right. in the field, giving, <laughs> cursing the giants, obviously. Um, but nobody know they signed that cat all week. I mean, they kept that. I didn't yeah. see him on the injury report. I, I mean, it was just crazy that he, they were able to do that. Yeah, uh, he had you, more yards than Saquon Barkley. He too. absolutely <laughs> did. And that's the craziest thing ever. Did you hear the, I, the Westfield one, the Westwood one, uh, the radio call? It's been all over nope. today. So the, <laughs> no, I did not. oh my god! So go find it, and it it is. I'll maybe I'll find it and send it to you. But I give him credit. I can't remember the guy. I mean, he's a legend when it comes to broadcasting. It's just his name is escaping my brain right now. But he actually, I mean, he did it. He did such a great job. I mean, all of a sudden you're calling a game, and then a cat runs on the field, and what are you supposed to do? And he, without missing a beat, just starts calling the cat like. He's at the two. He's at, I mean, it's just going, going off and just, you know, play by play of what the cat's doing. And just like, it's part of the game. And it was, it's, it's so amazing. It's just, <laughs> it's radio gold is what it is. Yeah. And uh, just, you can't, you can't do any better than that. Um, anyway, but anyway, yeah, I mean, the, the cat was definitely the star, but I mean, you got the giants, they're a mess two and seven. Oh yeah. Um, well, they got, you got, you got, you got a rookie quarterback. Now you got a rookie coach. You get, you get a lot of work to do, you know, uh, they also had their, their biggest receiver out. So, yeah, I, I mean, but you know, you got to step up. I mean, that's a team you got, I mean, it's nice for you because you don't have to worry about them in the division at all. Um, yeah. but you, you know, they're, they got Saquon Barkley. You kind of worry about them wasting that talent and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that the, they're just the giants, the jets, the Browns, you know, there's those three teams for sure. And there's some others, but those three, I just like to call the NFL shit shows and, <laughs> and because that's what they are. I mean, the giants for going, you know, to go into the season and say, yeah, Eli's our guy. What? <laughs> Why? <laughs> like <laughs> if you're going to eventually go to Jones, you should have just done it to begin with and just been done with Eli. And, yeah. and he would have understood he was ready for that anyway. And yet you still, you threw him out there only to have him fail and go, well, he's definitely not doing what we need him to do. So <laughs> we're going to move on from from oversized Elvin Eli Manning. 
You know, well, one of the things that I noticed last night with Jones is he makes the same dumb faces. He that does. Wanted. Isn't that the craziest thing? Ever? <laughs> they couldn't have drafted anybody that else that, that can possibly do that. And he, he is. He makes the same facial facial expressions that Eli does. And sometimes the camera would go to him and you'd be like, wait, is that Eli? No, that's Jones. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I, oh, there's Eli with these guys. Oh, yeah. On. Eli's making the same face right next to him. Oh, I see. God, he's got the scruff on. <laughs> I get it yeah, now. He's, he's getting his guidance from Eli. So. Oh, my God. Um, well, is there anything else from that? I mean, it, it's, it was a good win for you. you it was. Yeah, you needed it. it was, any, well, any division win is a good win to take it. Oh, yeah. Um, you're, the division itself is not great. So to be, yeah. you know, the, the five and three in that division uh it's 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 looking good for the cowboys yeah. if they can keep this yeah. this going um yeah i mean we play the we, we play the vikings next i mean i have my thoughts on how that's going to go but uh if it goes the way i i'm thinking it will then it'll be even better so well you guys have an in, uh an interesting schedule coming up so you go from a monday night game to a sunday night game you got the vikings next which we'll talk about in a little bit uh, the Lions after that, which the Lions aren't good, and then you have the then you have the Patriot the the Patriots, which is my my um, what's the word I want to use? Well, I hate them, but they also are overrated. There's the word I'm looking for. Um, they they've had the most cupcake schedule ever, and and I was so there's there's not I was just uh, talking about this with a buddy today. Uh, we both agree there's not a lot of things in the NFL that feel better than watching the Patriots lose. True. And yeah. so that was that was really great. I thoroughly enjoyed that ass whooping that the Ravens gave them. Um, but then you so then you got the Bills. Bills aren't that terrible this year. They're actually having a pretty good season. Oh, yeah, they're they're solid. The they're, Bears, they're, a, they're, they're 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 a contender for their for that's themselves. Your th- so. That's your Thanksgiving game. So I'll get to watch yeah. that while I'm yeah. cook, I'm cooking food. Uh, then you get okay. So there's another NFL shit show that the Bears, uh, da and, Bears, and then uh, and then you get the Rams, which aren't even as close to as good as they were a year ago. Eagles disappointment. Oddly enough, yeah. yeah. Eagles disappointment, and then the racial slurs, uh, also a disappointment. Yeah. So the boner cats. Yeah, those guys. So <laughs> I mean, I, if it, yeah, I mean, is there anything else about Week Nine that you want to throw in there before we we move on to talking about Vikings and other things? Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> the Niners, uh, being the old, the sole eight and no team un- sold another, unbeaten. Another, team. another cupcake schedule, by the way. Yeah. But I mean, still, it's still eight. And no, I mean, yeah, but I mean, come on, <laughs> uh, you know, the rave, yeah, the, the watching the, the Ravens spanking the Pats, the chargers embarrassing the Packers 26. Yeah. What was that all about? That was for, for, for Aaron <laughs> Rodgers to have the week he had from, the week before his week eight mm. yeah so then that showing uh yeah good god and how and quickly Jack- how quickly somebody can go from oh well we can't <laughs> let's remember we got to keep aaron Rodgers in that mvp discussion to why did we put him in that discussion <laughs> yeah that well good. you know aaron Rodgers has can have some pretty freaking amazing games aaron Rodgers is still one of the best quarterbacks in the league i just think that uh overrated again but not as much as like say the patriots are he's just i think that everyone wants to anoint him as like the best quarterback in the league and i think that i think that, i, think, that I think they is, want to do that because they don't want brady to be in that conversation well but see the Bra- but see you look at things <laughs> the brady's the goat and as much as i hate the patriots and i can't stand tom brady uh i do respect what he's done 
And I do realize that he is the goat and he is, that's just where he's going to be. The dude has six rings. Uh, he, he went from being a, a, you know, whatever round draft pick he was, um, sixth, seventh, sixth or seventh and then, yeah. and turn into, into, and, and yeah, he's had Belichick as a coach and, and that organization has done crazy, amazing things when it comes to their rosters every year and all that good stuff. But still, you can't take away from the fact that he, he's the goat. However, these last, I don't know, four or five years, maybe more than that, the, the thing I constantly hear on Sports Talk Radio, which I listen to all day, is Aaron Rodgers. He's the best out there. He's the best quarterback in the league. There's nobody better than Aaron Rodgers. And I just think that talk is bullshit, honestly. I, you know, I, I, do, I do play those, you know, those thought games where, you know, if, if Brady was on a different team, would it be the same? You know, yeah, those are, uh, those are, that's a, that's a very good point. You know, I, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, I think would be good regardless of the team. I don't know if Brady, if, if I feel that solid about Brady, he's got, he's got, he's, his team is built around him for sure. Um, they don't seem to, <laughs> they don't seem to do that a lot with Rodgers. You know, he's a lot, he's left on his own to his own devices quite a bit. I think he's had to be a lot, play a lot smarter. Um, I don't know. Uh, just my thoughts. Um, it would be interesting to. It would be interesting. To, like remember that uh, that that show that was like the the they would pit warriors from one tribe of a of a you know of like the uh, the William Wallace clans against the uh, the the uh, Shogun warriors from Japan from you know the different time frames and they they would build up these whole scenarios uh, in computer and then have them battle yeah, it out. Yep. And, <laughs> so, uh, it, I, I, w- I would be interested in seeing something like that built computer wise, uh, you know, taking all those stats, you know, I mean, I'll, I'm sure a lot of that's in Madden anyway, but they could still build something, some more, uh, robust AI to really, you know, put them on different teams and see how they all do. So well, I, think I, think, it would be- I think they've done that. Like they're, everyone's always curious about how, you know, modern day, you know, say Tom Brady or, or even Russell Wilson, or, you know, some of these modern day quarterbacks that are superstars, how they would do against some of the defenses that were, you know, so successful, you know, you know, decades Back ago, looking at like, the Steel- yeah, yeah, like Steelers and bears, like those iconic defenses, how would they stack up against them? And I think they've done probably done those simulations. Um, yeah. that, that would be interesting to actually look up and see for sure. <laughs> um, the Browns shit show. Broncos. I mean, <clears throat> that that whole Baker shaved like three times in that game. His facial hair. I don't. I don't understand what's going on there. Uh, but he's, and he's three special. shaves, one touchdown. Right. I don't know what. I mean, just he. Yeah. Just just weird. Um, but yeah. yeah, I mean, it was it was a crazy. It's that was actually a pretty good week week of NFL games. And then you could look at the schedule for this week, and I had to write down because I mm-hmm. one of the things I'm doing now is, you know, just games to watch this week and i looked at the schedule and i went oh there's like two <laughs> it's well, uh, it's a schedule full of nothing really and honestly well, yeah you i mean i think our two games are definitely gonna be that's the only ones i have i literally yeah. well no i sorry i have i have our two games i have three so i have uh seattle and san francisco i have minnesota at dallas and then i put down um carolina at green bay um I, yeah that should be interesting mm-hmm. um uh, defense, the Panthers' defense up against Green Bay. I mean, uh, Green Bay at home, though. I, I, it's hard to bet against them. It's kind of like Seahawks at home, uh, generally speaking. Not this uh, season. 
Well, that's why I say generally speaking. Um, you know, uh, yeah. The, I mean, as far as equally equal, equal, equality on the field, you got Giants and Jets. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's just a shitty schedule. There's just they're, there's just they're both shitty teams. They're both play. They're playing. They're both playing home. <laughs> You've got. I mean, I'm just looking. You got Chargers, Oakland, shitty. Bears, yeah. Bears, Lions, shitty. Um, Ravens, Bengals. The Ravens are going to stomp all over the Bengals, so that's pretty yeah. shitty. Buffalo at Cleveland, uh, shitty. Um, Atlanta at New Orleans. The Saints are going to stomp all over uh, the Falcons, so that's no contest. You already mentioned Jets, Giants. That's that's got to be a weird. That's got to be a weird game because you're in your stadium. If you're the Giants, you're in your stadium, but you're not in your stadium. <laughs> yeah, it's not your stadium. It's the Jets, Jet Stadium that day. Like that's. Like, oh, we have to pack up all our stuff. We have to go across the way to the other locker room. <laughs> yeah. Like, how's this work? That's weird. I, I think the other one that might be interesting is Chiefs Titans. Now, it depends on if Mahomes is back or not. Yeah. Because uh, if Mahomes is still not back, eh, you know, Titans could pull that out. They're at home. Uh, I mean, I do. Right now, I have the Chiefs set to win that one, but uh, it could go the other way just as easily. Um. But, yeah. And then. <laughs> Miami, they finally won a game. Good for them, but they uh, they got to play the Colts. Colts will probably they'll that's a win. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not a very good week of 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 NFL games. But let's get into sure. Dallas, and yeah. they're going to host the Vikings uh, Sunday Night Football. So you went from one prime time slot to another prime time slot. And Cowboys uh, always do good with the ratings. Yes, it, you know, it, it is what it is. America's team. Yeah, that's great. But. Um, <laughs> I didn't say that. You did. <laughs> everybody says that. It just makes me want to vomit. It's uh, everybody, everybody except for Cowboys fans. Cowboys fans generally don't do why it. Would, why would they say it? That's their team. They don't <laughs> we, care. Yeah, exactly. We don't care. If you want to say America's team, eh, that's your problem. <laughs> we, we're, we're just taking up rent-free spray, space in your brain. That's all right. That's very true. <laughs> um, if you look at the numbers and you look at like league rankings, Cowboys are up there in, in offense. They're, I mean, really and honestly, offense, defense, passing, and rushing, the four main categories. Yeah. Uh, the Cowboys are right up there near the top in all of them. The lowest thing you got is defense in sixth, and, and if the defense plays like they just did against the Giants, that number will actually improve. Um, if, I mean, I think if Van Der Esch is back. Yeah, uh, which, that's my boy. He was a game-time decision, so I'm hoping he'll be back. Uh, and then I don't know what the status with Crawford is, if he's out for the season or, or he, I know he's, he was suspended and then I don't know where he is now, but we're missing him for sure up in the middle. Uh, Malik Collins has been good, but, uh, I think we, we need more. Uh, I think Bennett is going to help with, uh, with that, with some of that as well. I think, uh, it'd be interesting to see Bennett Quinn and D law all on the field at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, give Bennett credit. I mean, it's first game with his new team and got a sack. He, he got a sack. He had, he had tackled for loss. He had a bunch of those. And I mean, he looked, he looked very vintage Michael Bennett instead of what we've seen in his other teams and at the other places since leaving Seattle. Um, so, and they got him to stand for the national anthem. So there's that. Yeah, that was, I was wondering about that. So, he, he, I mean, it's must be the one year deal with Jerry he says, listen, I'll pay you with this amount of money and you, uh, you can, uh, uh you, but you got to stand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's what that, I'm sure that's the conversation that happened. So, so, so what do the Cowboys need to do to get a W against the Vikings? Well, I, so I think, you know, 
Dak greater than Kurt for sure. Kurt uh, Cousins just doesn't have what it what it takes over over Dak. So, uh, and and then you got Coop plus Zeke is also better than the Vikings defense. And I think we're also uh, the other thing is I think we're going to get six sacks on Cousins. Uh, there's probably going to be a couple of picks in there as well. So I think it's, I think the defense is going to light them up. They're at home. Uh, they're just going to be on fire for this one coming off this win. Um, and they're being back home now after the bye. I think, uh, they're just, that's, they're, they're, they're ready for it. I think, you know, there, there may be, I'm not saying that the, that the Vikings aren't going to get their scores, but I think it's going to be currently, I think the, the, we've got home field advantage right now for, as far as the odds. So we're at minus three, but I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be 30, 20 Cowboys. I could see that. I'm actually kind of surprised. It's a, you know, that's only a three point spread. I figured, yeah. I mean, you're, you're looking at, I mean, yeah, the Vikings, they're, you know, six and three. Great. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, at home it's, it's Dallas is a hard place to go win. Um, I think the one thing that I, that I saw in researching the game that, that is a positive and what, you got to assume Dallas will try and exploit would be uh, <laughs> so because they're 16th in passing is that defense um, needs to exploit that the Dallas defense oh, needs yeah. to exploit that Kirk Cousins what? even though the numbers wise he's actually uh, I, I think Dak is a way better quarterback I agree with you uh, however he, Cousins numbers wise if you look at him right next to him isn't having that terrible of a season but really we all know who Kirk Cousins is he's mediocre he's not good. Yeah, and Dak is having a, is actually having uh, a, a very good season. It, I think this is his best season yet. Yes, yes, he's thrown some some kind of iffy balls here and there, but I mean he's he's definitely feeling much more comfortable in that pocket throwing the deep ball than he has ever has been. Um, so looking at, I mean he's he's actually been overthrowing guys deep. Uh, so. You know, he's, he's definitely got the arm for it. He, I think he's, you know, he's, he has, he hasn't been comfortable up until this season to really just let it rip. Uh, and I hope, I hope that, you know, that they'll get that dialed in. I think Kellen Moore as OC has, you know, it's, it's, he's definitely got some, some growing to do into the, into the position, but I think he's, he's doing some really good things there with, uh, you know, with, with, with the, uh, with the play calling and, you know, the movement of the line and everything that he's, that he's, he's had them installing has been great. Um, I think he can probably add a bit more spice to it, but, uh, you know, right now looking at last night's game and even the game uh, against the Eagles, there's not, you don't need to change a heck of a lot. Um, you know, there's tweaks, it's just tweaks a little here and there. Um, so I, I, I don't think that there's, uh, I don't think that there's much that they really need to do aside from get getting and keeping people healthy. That's, I think that's what, what's stymied them for, uh, you know, in the, in the games that we've lost is we've just really been hurt um, and not making adjustments quickly enough, but I think they're trying to get back on track with getting that done. Um, so I'm feeling, I'm feeling somewhat positive and I'm generally not a very positive person <laughs> when it comes to, <laughs> to, to the things the Cowboys have done. Um, you know, I, you know, I think, I, th- I think there's a chance, um, but I'm not going to bet anything on it. Uh, I will be, uh, pleasant. I will definitely be pleasantly surprised if, if it happens. Um, you know, if we, if we make it farther than we've made it in the last 25 years, of course, um, 
So, I mean, even just getting, if, if it just means getting to the, uh, the Super Bowl, I'm, you know, regardless if we win, I'll be happy if we can just get there. Uh, <laughs> hey, once you get in the playoffs, man, anything's possible. You just got to get in. Totally. And, and you know, it, any, anything is possible. So, oh, and by the way, that fucking, uh, what's his name? Uh, Will Martinez or her, well, no, Will Hernandez. Oh, yeah. From, yeah, he can go suck a fuck. Uh, he's a piece of shit and I wish that somebody who you know at the end of that game somebody should have taken a swing at him yeah <laughs> you know yeah. and I you know what well, I don't care if it, if it was Bennett or D law or whichever one of them was they should take a swing at him and gotten ejected and still won the game yeah because so, at that point you're still, yeah at that point you're still gonna win it might as well send a, <laughs> might as well send a message <laughs> I'm going to crack your head open with my helmet. <laughs> he was in the middle of every piece of shit thing that was going on every time. It was him. Nobody else, just him. I mean, there were different people every time, except he was the one thing that was there every time. So fuck him. <laughs> all right. That, well, that's all I've got to say about that. Jenna. <laughs> I think the, uh, I think your Hawks 49ers game is going to be damn, damn close. Uh, that's going to be a fantastic game. I'm, I'm I, I, either, now, either way, even if, even if my, my Seahawks lose, that's going to be, that's going to be I fantastic. My score, my, so I know that the spread is currently, uh, minus six to the Niners. Uh, but I think it's going to be closer. I think it's going to be a one point game, 28, 27. I'm picking the Niners just because they're at home. Jerk. I, I, I would love to pick the Seahawks in this, but Seahawks just, are better on the road this year than they are at home. Yeah, but four zero on the road. I, I, I know. And there's no home I, field advantage at Jeans Stadium down there in Santa Clara. <laughs> Buttonfly Stadium. Yeah, there's just no <laughs> at Mom Jeans Stadium down there. There's no. There's no. There, there's just no home field advantage. It's not loud. I'm not. I'm not too worried about that. Uh, it would be our luck though to admit like lose like Myers miss a kick and that's what makes us lose. I would just fuel yeah. the the anger and the the hatred of in the fan base, that, especially after Pete Carroll said, that, "Oh, he's our kicker. We we're gonna stick with him." Shut up, Pete. Well, and I, it's kind of it kind of goes back to like what Bill Par Bill Parcells would say is is, is there a one eight hundred kicker dial up line I can get just you know somebody else off the street? <laughs> you know, well, he, I mean, wh yeah, whether, I mean, whatever it was a. a you know, whatever position that of need is, it just doesn't work that way. We got what we got. I mean, I can try somebody else, but how do we know that they're really going to be any better at this point in time when they're coming in halfway through a season? I think what see what fans like myself and other Seahawk fans are most disappointed there. You're right. You, I mean, there's just no, but there's not necessarily somebody out there that's ready, but Pete Carroll preaches competition like this. The big deal. It's always compete. Everyone on that team, from Russell Wilson to the kicker is yeah. com technically com from what he says is technically competing for their job every single That's week. Bullshit. That's and, bullshit. And so well, Wilson is not competing. Well, He's making I, I, too much money to have to compete. True. <laughs> but the mindset they want you to have is it's always oh, compete forever. So, and at the kicker position, yeah, they're paying them way more money than they should, but, What's the harm in saying, you know, actually we're gonna, you know, we're gonna sign this guy over here, and and have him compete for the job. I don't, I don't see what the harm is in that. But no, there's not. But they, there's but, not but Pete, he's he's sticking by Myers. So I mean, I guess yeah. he's the head coach. I'm not. So he can do whatever yeah. he wants. But 
Uh, all right. Well, instead of kicking you loose, I do. I'm, you <laughs> let's have you stick or if you want to stick around for the some oh, NFL totally. news stories. Hell yeah. <clears throat> all right. So, uh, just a couple that I wanted to go through. You got uh, story came out. It was actually towards the end of the game um, last night. A story hit the Athletic that um, the Chargers were uh, former San Diego Chargers, now the Los Angeles Chargers, who are about yep. to jump into a new stadium with the Rams that they're going to share. But the story came out that they were in discussions with a possible move to London. And it what? Came, yeah, did you not see this yet? <laughs> I did not see that one. Okay, so yeah, it came out like that the team was discussing it. The NFL had requested it and said, "Hey, um, we would like to move you to London." It's been no secret that the NFL is obviously with all the London games. Yeah, the, the goal there is to eventually move a team there. Even though I think that as fun as the London games are, sometimes most of the time they're <laughs> they're a shit show, but the logistics of having a team there make no sense whatsoever. Like it just does, it wouldn't work. But the funny part was is this whole thing when it came out, the athletic, which is actually a very reputable source. Um, yeah. They do a great job with their journalism and their reporting, reporting most of the time today, <laughs> the uh, Dean Spanos, who's the owner of the Los Angeles chargers. Uh, he, you know, he was asked by reporters, Hey, so what's this about you uh, moving the, you know, the team going to London his quote was, it's total bleeping bleep bleep. <laughs> uh, we're not going to London. We're not going anywhere. We're playing in Los Angeles. This is our home. This is where I'm planning to be for a long fucking time, period. <laughs> so that kind of, you know, it's, you're like, okay, well, where'd that story come from? So no one's really sure what sources the athletic has or anything like that, but it caused this gigantic uh thing today of of the chargers moving and then of course the discussion moved to just london in general and again mm. i just don't understand what are you how how do you think moving a team there is going to work because now you're asking these players for that basically to be their home in yeah. london which is a foreign country and yeah it's 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 at least you know they speak english but it's it's different it's not the united states and you're telling mm -hmm. these players they're going to pick up and move and and live somewhere they probably don't really want to live necessarily yeah. and and then the travel i mean you're it's one thing like the other teams that have to travel there but you have to like the travel for you to come play you'd only be able to play teams on the east coast there's no way they would schedule you a game well it's the nfl they have done stupider things but <laughs> schedule a game with like seattle so like you have to travel all, that that's just seems ridiculous to me so oh, why, yeah, my my confusion about that as well is why aren't they picking countries that are in North America? They got Mexico and they've got Canada. They could probably really try to you know maybe even convert some of those CFL teams to NFL teams. Just you know put them all together and then maybe you know move a, move a uh, a team or two down to Mexico that might be willing to move or start up a new one. I mean it's not not any more ridiculous it's much less ridiculous than moving a team to the uk uh it's it's kind of like the same thing the nba is doing with it exploring china i mean it's 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 that here in the u.s they're just basically i think the league feels like it's tapped out and and there's not much more that growth they can do here and that's true to a point actually there there's not a ton more growth that they can do here you have your fan bases you have your teams 
London has actually been very supportive over there uh, for mm-hmm. for the games, and and they show a genuine interest in in hosting or actually having a team there. And I think that's you know obviously the NFL is a giant corporation. They want to continue to grow. They want to see their profits grow. They look at it as you have a team. I think they're. I think they're really what what it comes down to is they're they're actually worried about how the Chargers are going to do in an LA market that already has the Rams because it's not like if you look at any of the Chargers games now they're playing in a soccer stadium. They don't even fill it up, and it only seats twenty like twenty seven thousand people, and they can't <laughs> fill it. So even though now they're going to move to a stadium that seats you know twice that, if not more, and they're expecting them to fill that i think the la market i think that's just a really hard market to have oh it is it's always been it's always been a bad market for football i mean that's why the raiders have moved five times uh (laughs) you know and now finally moved out of state so it just seemed uh, like a weird move i don't i don't get it (laughs) san diego san diego supported them so why even leave i mean i know you couldn't get a stadium deal done but just that seems like oh we're just going to go up here to LA where they already have a team and and uh, just be like oh you guys are building a stadium cool can we get in on that awesome <laughs> I just yeah, I don't think sense. yeah I don't think that any team is going to fit well outside unless they're a, na- a big name I mean it's going to have to it would have to be the Cowboys or the Patriots or the Packers you know none of those teams are ever going to move but you're not going to get any kind of audience are willing to you know buy in on on a team unless it's a name you know and the, the no and i can't see that any name team is going to want to go so you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot or as jason Wooten would say on monday night football kicking yourself in the foot <laughs> <laughs> that's a saying ain't it yeah <laughs> sure it is now <laughs> yeah that sounds right all right uh so the other story I wanted to go over just because I'm a giant Gardner Minshew fan because of his time with the Cougars here in Washington state. And, uh, I, I've been, I, I've loved this whole Minshew mania thing in Jacksonville. However, unfortunately for him, uh, Minshew mania is going to come to an end, at least for now. Uh, you've got Nick Foles coming back, um, from injury and the, the, the Jaguars got their butts kicked in London. Speaking of London games, mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Texans went over there. You want to talk about another quarterback that is uh, something to watch? Deshaun Jackson is uh, or Sean Watson. Sorry, he yep. he him him Jackson and and Wilson. Those are your three QBs that are just something else when it comes to watching what how they play the game. But anyway, um, so Doug Marone, who's the coach of the Jaguars, he said he'd wait till the upcoming bye week to make a decision whether they were going to go back to Foles or let this Minshew mania continue. Uh, Earlier than expected, of course, they made their choice today. So uh, Marone did announce that Foles is going to take over as quarterback again. It makes all the sense in the world. They're paying Foles a lot of money. Mm -hmm. He's your starter. Yes, you go back to him. If he struggles, at least you know you've got Minshew back there. He's he's now shown you he's a good backup. And end of the season, he might be, you know, trade bait to help make your team better. Sure. So it's a bummer. I've the mustache, the whole works. I've loved it. It's been so fun. <laughs> it really has. Have you have you been have you been sucked up in the Minshew Mania at all, or are you just? Don't I care? have not. Oh no. come on! It's been fantastic. <laughs> it's he's just he's a character. He's Uncle Rico. He's awesome. 
So I did see the picture. Yeah, no, he's <laughs> he was great here in at for Washington State, and he's just I think he's I think he'll be a better NFL quarterback than most thought he would, and I think he's proven that. Um, he's just like a lot of rookies out there. He's just got a lot of work to do. It's it's not. It takes a very special talent to be able to go into the NFL and immediately make a statement and be good. Yeah, very true. Uh, the only other NFL news that's huge. I mean, it's just gigantic. Doesn't huge. get huge, gigantic. It's tremendous. Doesn't get any better than this. I have the best. I have the best NFL news. It's so great. It's definitely true. I got it from Russia. It's so great. <laughs> no, the uh, I mean, and that's real quick. I don't have anything else to say except for the Dolphins won a game. They did. I mean, what else? What else can you say? They totally screwed their whole season up by winning a game. And now, now they're tied with the Jets. What a bunch of idiots! <laughs> Your whole plan this whole season is a tank, and you won a game, idiots. <laughs> Can't you just pull a Browns? Please? Can't you just? I mean, come on. No, I feel. I mean, that's it's. It, I. It's good for them. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, all right, man. Well, you know what? I honestly, I sincerely appreciate you jumping on and and filling a void. And it's nice to know I have another uh, crazy Cowboys fan out there that I can jump to and uh, knows and his like, team. And, and like and like Andrew, I'm not a complete homer. No, so. that's the best part. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best part about you both is that you guys aren't homers at all. You you will you know call it like it is and and like andrews uh, andrew always cracks me up because he will flat out tell you that you know 97 percent of cowboys fans he can't stand he hates them all <laughs> because of how they are and and you know he's not trying to alienate cowboys mm. fans he just hopes that the three percent he likes are the ones that listen to our show <laughs> so well i will say i will say this they're better than eagles fans oh yeah and they're and they're they're better than uh boner cats fans well there's that um, that. I, I give the giant. I like, you know, honestly, as far as our, 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 uh, division is concerned, you know, the giants, I, I told, I respect them completely. So I, uh, them and their fans have, you know, yeah, there's, there's, you know, there's always going to be, you know, sibling rivalry between those two, but, uh, I, I still give them, I still give them props except for that fucking Will Hernandez. He can go. Well, yeah, that guy. Ass. Yeah. yeah there's, <laughs> except for that guy. <laughs> <laughs> for that guy well i honestly no thank you so much man i i, I appreciate it and uh we'll definitely do this again and um anytime you want to come on i'll, I'll no problem at all it saves I look me forward to it saves me from having to you know do a bunch of research and talk about a team i can't stand because <laughs> hey, it's, it's you gotta be able to stand i you know i, I do like the seahawks so uh and, congratulations and, uh, <laughs> I, it's you know <laughs> I, I, I like the Seahawks. They're there. I'm a fan of theirs. I'm also a fan of the Saints. Uh, just uh, not when they're playing. Well, that the doesn't make that, any that, sense. I, it does because my wife. Okay. So you got to <laughs> do what I did. I just married a Seahawks fan. So I don't have to worry about that whole. <laughs> and like Andrew, he's got Chelsea. She's Cowboys fan. It just works out really well. Yeah. So, well, but I love your wife. So I totally understand that. Totally I'm, understand. I'm polytemerous. There you go. That's a new term, everyone. <laughs> Hashtag that. <laughs> all right dean seriously thanks buddy i appreciate it you bet brother have a good one you too all right so let's preview week 10 and uh, i thought there was no better way to do that than to bring on our 
our new celebrity basically he's our he's our friend of the show he's become a big part of it now he's on it every single week with uh his question uh instead of doing just the mailbag he he calls in and uh we appreciate it every single week and so i brought dennis from ohio a big niners fan dennis what's up buddy not a whole lot just looking forward to the game on monday so we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm sure we'll talk about it here shortly. <laughs> so uh, it is. It's week ten. It's Monday Night Football. It's it's in San Francisco. Sorry, it's in Santa Clara in that Gene Stadium, whatever the hell you guys call that thing. Jeez. Right, <laughs> Levi Stadium. Levi, is that what it's called? Uh, right, Levi Stadium. Yeah, that that place. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we've been looking ahead to this game for weeks basically the more time that went by that your team didn't lose and then um right. you know the seahawks at at seven and two that's you know they're in my opinion worse than their record actually is but still seven and two keeping pace as much as they can uh i've been looking at at this game four weeks i've been just like okay let's just get through because this is i would say easily the most important game so far this season for both teams right Right. No, I definitely agree. I know we talked about this, I think, three weeks ago when I said the Niners could possibly still be undefeated, which you then vomited and said, yeah, right. <laughs> um, I've tried desperately know... to pick against them. It just doesn't work. Right. Which <laughs> that's why you're like 30 points behind me in the pick them because well, I also suck at picking. Well, I have to actually pick to be in that. And I, I keep forgetting yeah, to hit that submit button. It's a and prob- hit save. It's a problem. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, I know when the one game I was concerned with, like I said, when they played Carolina, you know, that was going to be like their first really true test. Granted, it was a home game, but then they put up, you know, a 50-burger on the Panthers, which was you know, definitely not what I expected. And then they had trouble with, you know, Arizona with that mobile-type quarterback, which that's why this game, honestly, I mean, obviously everyone's going to hear this between you and I. I have a – it scares me that I think they're going to lose this game. But I also think that that will be good for them um, in the long run to get it out of the way. Granted, it might be to the Hawks, which sucks, but it is what it is. But with the mobile-type quarterback that you guys have, you know, with Russell Wilson, and I know you finally owned up this year to, to giving him his props, which Amanda from Ohio is also proud of that you finally gave him his props. But now you're bitching about the defense. So you're always bitching about so. Well, I like to, as, as your wife likes to as, um stated in the past i'm one of the i like to yell at clouds and uh yes, yes uh, that's what i do yes and you know what yeah, so uh, yeah. yeah but and that's and that's why we get along so well when it comes to sports is right you can't just sit there and go oh well the defense they'll figure it out no you got to call it out right. and be like hey they suck right it's okay and i think that'll be for this game i think honestly between you know the niners are going to get back um joe staley this week is the plan. And then Mike McGlinchey this week, who those are my, you know, right and left tackles. And then also we're supposed to get back Jusick, the fullback, which the Niners are averaging, you know, like 200 and something plus yards a game on the ground, which I know the Seahawks defense is somewhat susceptible this year, but your offense then makes up for it, which also on the flip side of that is, you know, I have a young defense with, you know, with Bosa and, you know, all those guys that are just coming around Solomon and, you know, Buckner that they are so over pursuing which concerns me because they'll over pursue which they'll allow Russell to just run wild and do what he does and improvise and you know wait for someone to get open seven seconds later 
and then throw it to somebody who's wide open because you can't cover for that long. So that's that's one of my biggest concerns is is the defensive line being too aggressive, which will then burn them in the end. Yeah, I mean, I wrote down two main questions. For Seattle, I wrote down, uh, can the defense fix their problems against a mediocre Jimmy Graps? <laughs> I thought you'd like that. And then, uh, He's due for four touchdowns last week. Oh, well, good for him. And, I, and hey, I'm a Jimmy Graps <laughs> fan, but, I mean, come on. Uh, and then, and then the question on San Francisco side is, you know, can your league leading defense stop MVP Russell Wilson? Uh, cause when you look at, when you look at numbers, this, this is the, the crazy thing to me. And it's, it's always eye opening when I, I don't look at league rankings very often. Cause I think they're kind of like, that's great that, you know, you're yeah. fourth, but you actually look at, yeah, off, they're just numbers. Yeah. They're just numbers, but it's, it's very telling to what San Francisco is this season even at eight no i mean you got to you got to agree that that's that's your defense that that is right. d- is doing that right i mean a lot of it i mean like i said they put up points you know they put up 50s and 40s and 30s but a lot of that is being created like you said by the defense and giving the 49ers a short field you know where jimmy graps you know and granted they run the ball like nobody's business and, and they're effective at it but when you only have to run 40 yards versus you know an 80 yards you know it's your play calling is a lot less so you don't have to do as much to go half the field versus, you know, almost 90% of the field. So, um, a lot of it is the defense. I know we've had a few pick sixes, you know, Richard Sherman's had a couple. Um, but I think the defense over the last, you know, the Niners have been sucking obviously the last, you know, four or five years and they've been getting, you know, the number one, number two, whatever draft pick. And this year it's all starting to finally come together, you know, and with a game manager and I'll call him what it is, is, you know, Jimmy grabs is more of a game manager. But look at the Ravens when they won a Super Bowl with Trent Dilfer yeah. with a legit defense. Yep. And Joe Flacco when they beat the 49ers with a legit defense. You know, granted the lights and all that crap. But, you know, these those two teams won a Super Bowl and, you know, not oh, you mean, guys didn't when hey, you beat the Broncos. Look at yeah, but look at look at Peyton Manning in his in that last Super Bowl win for him. He he was not oh, yeah. he he was terrible and, and yeah, they garbage. still won. Yeah, he was pure garbage. He yes. was he was he he couldn't throw anything and yet they still won so i think i think with the defense you know this obviously you know richard sermon you know i talked about them being embarrassed you know against arizona and it was kind of an eye-opener for them because you know it was a mobile quarterback and i don't know if you watched that whole game or you know if you watched some of it but i mean kyler murray that ball was out of his hands within like two seconds and like nick bosa had one tackle that whole game so he wasn't even really a factor, which that's what concerns me is now you have a Kyler Murray type quarterback and Russell Wilson with seven years of experience and has been there, seen it, done it. And I don't, and you know, with the receiver crew that you have, you know, with DK Metcalf, who's like a man child <laughs> and Tyler Lockett, who was just always open somehow. And then, you know, you add Josh Gordon it, to that mix. So it's, it's, it's concerning that, to me. <laughs> it's that, well, it's that crazy, like, and it's weird that you mentioned like quick passing. Cause that's, not at all what the Seahawks ever do, even though it would be so great if they did. Um, right. But yeah, but Kyle, I mean, that's what that's what they figured out with Murray is that they had to do is do the quick pass. And you look at a, a non-mobile quarterback like say Tom Brady, and not so much this year because I think their offense in New England is is ridiculously mediocre this season. How, yes, however, yeah, however, like the last couple seasons, they were successful because of how quickly. Every route that they would run was quick. It, they, he got the ball, and it was one, two, gone. And yep, five, seven yards all the way down the field. Yep, all the way down, just dink and dunk, and it was just, and and that's what they did, and they were successful at. 
Russell in the in the offense that Braun Schottenheimer kind of runs is more everything takes a little while to develop. There's some quick passes here and there, but you know, it's it's the deep balls. It's it's the stuff that that are just kind of long developing plays, um, which is, you know, with the offensive line that Seattle has is not great because with a defense like the Niners have, uh, that's risky. Yeah, so. the front four. I mean, we rush four at a time. I mean, that's really all they rush from what I've been watching, you know, with Bosa and Buckner and, you know, those guys. That's that's really all they bring. So they drop, you know, seven. You know, we just lost Quan Alexander. You know, he tore, had a pectoral, yep. you know, tear. So he's out for the year. So that's big. But, I mean, even his backups, you know, I think with, you know, especially with Britt going down for you guys, that's huge. Yeah. Because you know, now you have to replace a center, which is not, you know, now you're worried about is the snap going to go off the way it should and, and, and whatnot. And then, you know, I think with the front four putting pressure, granted it being a home game, you know, they'll have the, you know, Monday night, blah, 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 all the hoopla, you know, it'll be loud and whatnot. But I think it's not it's going to go base. Yeah, it is really not loud. <laughs> it depends. I mean, it's it's inconvenient. I still need to make it there one day, but um, it's not as loud as, you know, Seahawks Stadium. But um, but I think with the front four, as long as if they can contain and not over pursue and get you know, happy feet or whatever. And, and think Russell Wilson's, you know, Joe Flacco or Baker Mayfield or whatever, and keep them in the pocket. Then I think there may be issues there with, you know, like you said, your plays take three or four seconds to develop and you may not have that much time. And then we'll see, see what happens. Yeah. And if you look at league rankings, you're looking at, this is what's crazy. So Seahawks are fourth and fourth offense. Niners are seventh. And then, yep. This is this is the crazy thing this season. It, no surprise. So Niners are first in defense. We all knew that. That's that's yep. the heart and soul of that team. That's weird. Yep. That's Seahawks weird. Seahawks twenty fifth. Yeah, just, I read that today. Just pure garbage. But then you look at like offense. Then you look at the you dig a little deeper. Seahawks are ninth in passing, eighth in rushing. But then you jump over to the Niners side, and you guys are twenty second in passing, and but and second in rushing second and rushing yep. so you obviously know what the what your offense is and what you guys are going to do and right. and that makes me a little more confident knowing that most of the time this season the seahawks have actually been able to stop the run pretty well um so that makes me feel a little bit better however they also just let uh Jameis winston look like a pro bowl <laughs> like a superstar they made they, like a superstar. yeah they let they let matt schaub who is 49 years old i believe uh 56 maybe he's in his 80s i don't know he might be but for almost but four four it was yeah. over 400 yards <laughs> and made him look like a pro bowler uh so it doesn't matter that you know the the niners don't necessarily pass the ball a lot now because uh I, jimmy garoppolo is better than both of those quarterbacks i think and right. and so all it takes is noticing that oh you know the hawks like to leave the the middle there kind of open their their zone is yeah. is super soft so i think that we might it might be one of those things where this this is jimmy garoppolo's like big 400 plus yard game right <laughs> and then especially with with you know kittle coming across the yeah. middle i mean you guys have been notorious for not covering tight ends over the last couple of years, you know, because obviously you've lost, you know, Cam Chancellor well, and all those guys who used know. to destroy tight ends. I don't know why you cover them. It doesn't you know? make any sense. Just let them go. Right. And <laughs> I mean, even last week, I mean, Arizona just forgot that he was there. Sometimes I'm like, why would you not cover their best receiver? But I think with the addition of Emmanuel Sanders to the Niners helps their passing game 
where you can't just say, hey, they're going to run it, they're going to run it because they don't have any legit receivers. But now you've added Emmanuel Sanders to the mix with Kittle, with I don't know if Marquise Goodwin's ever going to play for the 49ers again because ever since that trade, he hasn't played, nor is I think he playing Monday night. So I think yeah. I'm not quite sure what they're doing with him. So, but you know, that this, like I said, this game makes me nervous. I know they need to lose just to get it out of the way. <laughs> Would not like it to be Monday, but this game, you know, like I said, with, you know, obviously my wife being a huge Seahawks fan, you know, I'm not, I've been so used to the 49ers losing. I haven't really, you know, it's like, hey, great, they're playing. Fuck, they lost. Excuse my language, but shit, they lost. <laughs> we cuss, Yay, on, the, we cuss the on the show. Yeah, we, it's fine. Yeah, I know, I've done it before too. But but now it's like they're 8 0. The Patriots finally lost. Haha. <laughs> Thank God. Oh, it's a I beautiful mean, they got, thing. They beautiful got destroyed. Thing. So that was beautiful. That was beautiful. It's not I mean, much. Lamar Jackson, I mean. He's a stud. Holy crap. He's a stud. He looks, I mean, people need, I don't know if how they, how we transition into that, but I mean, if people can start making him throw it, they might have issues, but it's almost like they went back to the, the RPO back when, you know, it first started with Kaepernick and Wilson and all mm-hmm. those guys. And no one knew how to cover it. Yep. And it's like they forgot how to cover it. And then. He, he's. Lamar Jackson. There's, and there's yeah. just, there's just not a lot of things better in life than watching the Patriots no, lose. Watching I mean, I mean, I love it. It's a highlight. Yeah. I mean, I, I was reading something today or heard something today on the way up to work that Lamar Jackson's on the pay on pace to run for like 1200 yards as a quarterback, as a quarterback. That's just nuts. Yeah. So I'm like, but he can't know, pass the ball so, worth a shit. That's the funny thing. No, is that he's he not that good of a passer. Yards. Yeah. He's just no. not good. So until they figure that out, but, but you can't, but yeah, can, I mean, can't I contain him. Game, I think this game Monday night, I mean, I think it'll be a good game. I think it'll be a one score game. I mean, I honestly, it scares me. You know, I think it'll be 27-23 either way. You know, obviously I'm going to pick the 49ers to win. You know, my picks can pick them just because it's a home game. If it was in Seattle, I would go opposite, honestly. I'm not a fake fan. You know, as you and I both know, it's like I'll call it what it is. Seeing um, for me but that, I think it'll be a uh, Go ahead. Well, I was going to say for me this year, I'd actually flip-flop that. You probably – if you look at it's, – it's just a weird situation. Nobody's scared of playing in Seattle anymore. That's That's – that's yeah true and and the seahawks are actually better on the road than they are at home this season they're four no on the road um that's I mean, true their two losses are at home yeah so uh but you guys are three no at home so yeah i mean it's it's well, we're undefeated so we haven't lost so, so well that's that's very true that's definitely how <laughs> that works um what kind of what kind of running back is breda i mean he's i got him on my fantasy team and that's great and all but uh you know is you guys are ranked so high in rushing i mean is it offensive line is he that good he doesn't have necessarily so i don't even think it's huge yardage or anything so no i don't even think it's just him by himself i mean i mean matt Breida. i mean he was i think, I think he was undrafted um but i think the way that mike shanahan uses the fullback i don't think many other teams use a fullback I even know that fullbacks were still one. a thing <laughs> right. So, you know, Jusic, I mean, he's been all pro fullback for who knows how many years, you know, that the way they use him, it's like, if you want to know where the ball's going and I watched a couple games, cause now that I, we use that Reddit app, you can pretty much watch whatever game you want now and you just stream it, even if it's blacked out, which is awesome. So I can watch the 49ers whenever I feel like it. Sweet. Um, instead of just the games that are stuck on my tee, cause I got to watch the Browns and that. Oh, nobody wants to watch Sunday. that shit show <laughs> or the lions or the Bengals. So oh, those God. are my options. That three, I three shit shows. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. 
Um, but I think it's if you want to know where the ball's going, you follow wherever the fullback is, and that's where that ball's going. Whether it's Verita, Mozart, you know, you, me, wherever that. I mean, their offensive line is getting healthier. I mean, Joe State is coming back. You know, McGlinchey's coming back, and it's just the way Shanahan runs that offense with the Mister. You know, even with Coleman. You know, now that they got Coleman when he was with Atlanta with Shanahan, I mean, he was utilized very well. So it's a lot of it is I'm shit. They even run running plays with their receivers. It's all the misdirection. I think it's his scheme that makes their running game so effective. It's I mean, it, I don't think it matters who it is, but, you know, Burita's just I mean, when he's out on the edge, I mean, he got up to, I think, I think against the Browns, I think he got up to like 23 miles an hour as soon as he turned the corner. Jeez. He was gone. He was like, gone. So, and setting that edge, I mean, I think, like you said, the question goes back to, you know, offensive line. I think setting that offensive line and then just letting, you know, finding the gaps or whatnot, but I don't think it matters who the running back actually is as long as the scheme, you know, as long as it works, it, it's it's there and it's been working to a tune of 200 plus yards a game. I think I that, that what, answers your question. But. Yeah, yeah, no, it does. <laughs> I think I think what concerns me in this game as a Seahawks fan is looking at the Niners' defense, and all you have to do is just look at numbers, and you just, you know, points allowed per game, twelve point eight. Well, that's not great. <laughs> if you're yep. if you're open to score right. points, that's that. I mean, that's great for you. I mean, you're that means your defense is is kick ass. But then you know, it's like okay, well, so we got Russell Wilson, and we got Tyler Lockett, we got DK. If Josh Gordon plays, as yep. another weapon. You know, that's great and all, but then you look at, you know, what you guys allow pass yards, which is only 169 yards a game. So <laughs> it's it's really, an, it, you know, you, you, your rushing defense, you guys, uh, it's 102 yards, almost 103 per game. Right. But we need Russell to be able to throw and go crazy, and it looks like your defense doesn't necessarily let that happen very often. I mean, you got, right. you got Sherman put, out I mean, there and – yeah, they don't really – I mean, he's getting older, but like I said, he – I was – sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but they were talking about last week, you know, they, they don't run a defense exactly like Seattle did, you know, back when, the, you know, the Legion of Boom and all that stuff. But they run something similar where they just let him kind of do his own thing and then they still kind of help him out a little bit but don't play – you know, they play off of him still, but he still, you know, doesn't leave the left side. <laughs> no right side. I mean, he's... left side on left side on offense, right side on defense. He still stays over there, you know, and he won't. You know, as far as I know, from what I've been reading, he's not going to follow Lockett around. Lockett will just run by him anyway, because you know, just he's just quicker. And as you get older, you lose a step and all that. Um, but DK, I mean, we lost. You know, Witherspoon. You know, he's hurt as one of my cornerbacks. So I mean, we're we're like next man up mentality, but. As long as we can get pressure on that quarterback and you know make him move, which Russell Wilson moves well, so that also concerns me because he extends plays, you know, five, six, seven seconds, and then you can only cover for so long downfield before you're like, fuck it, someone's gonna get open. Yeah. Oh well. And then you know you give up a forty-yard oops play on a busted, you know, should have been a sack by three different people, but Russell does some Houdini shit and throws it forty yards down the field, and you catch it in the end zone. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's that's what scares me the most is is that disaster it scares anybody that faces him because it's it's just the reality yeah. of how he plays you just yeah. you can't yeah. I mean, andrew said that every time we would talk about dallas facing seattle he, he'd just be scared shitless of yeah. of russell getting out and and making something crazy happen because yep. that's what he does 
Yeah. What should be a sack turns into a 30 yard gain yeah. on third and 12. Well, and him and Lockett just have this crazy connection. And it just, it's like what him and Doug used to have. It's just, right. It's, it's insane. He can put the ball up there and it's, you're just, nobody can get it except for Tyler. And he's this little 5'10 dude. And he's, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't so make any sense. It'll be interesting. I mean, like I said, I'll be off. Obviously, I'll be, you know, we'll be able to watch that game, you know, and, you know, if they lose, you know, it is what it is. You know, it's still, you know, early. I still think coming out of that division, it's going to be whoever wins that, you know, between uh, the Rams, I think, are garbage. Um, and then Arizona, they're getting better, but they're three and five and one or whatever they are. So I think it'll be, you know, your your team and my team, wild card winner, and then the winner, you know, obviously get a buy or hopefully get a buy. But you know, obviously, if you guys went out, you'll win the division. And then the Niners could possibly, if they even if the Niners went out and you went out, They'd be a whatever two loss, two loss Niner team and be the wild card. <laughs> Wouldn't that be but crazy? <laughs> I know, I know. Rough times are ahead because you know everyone always says you know the Niners haven't played anybody, which I agree. And like I said, I'm a realistic fan. They I was going to ask you. I was going to nope, ask yep, you about they that. played the Rams in L.A. Whatever, Lar, whatever, and then they played Carolina at home, and then Arizona. Obviously, they're getting better. You know, they're not. You know, the garbage that tied. Cleveland, I think. Didn't they tie Cleveland or some shit? Arizona tied um, uh, Detroit. I think that was the first game of the season. Yeah, Detroit. Yeah, Detroit. So garbage. Two garbage teams tied each other. Um, <laughs> but, but like I said, I have to – so I go you guys, Seahawks this week. Um, then I go Arizona at home again. And then I have Green Bay at home, which they just lost a lot. How did you get three which, home games in a row, you lucky bastard? Right? Right? I know. I don't know. Well, that's because we had that week three bye, so I think they felt bad for us. <laughs> that is a really, really bye. Yeah. Week so I have, you know, you guys, Arizona, and then Green Bay, which just screwed up my Eliminator pick. Fucking AA Ron. Um, <laughs> so I'm out of that. And then we go to New Orleans, to Baltimore. You go to, yeah, Baltimore. So you go to Baltimore first, then you go to New Orleans. Yeah. So that back to back right New there Orleans. sucks. So, so that's yucky. So that's, yeah, I'll say that's yucky. Um, <laughs> Especially since you guys lost to Baltimore at home, and I got to go to Baltimore, which yeah. Baltimore and then just we destroyed lost New England. Yeah. So, yeah. So that you know that could be. I mean, I know you guys have the I think the hardest schedule all yes. headed out, and then ours is like sixth or seventh headed out. You know, but that stretch of games, you know, you guys Green Bay mix in Arizona, and then Baltimore New Orleans. So I could easily go from. Honestly, eight and zero if they screw up, you know, against Arizona to eight and four with a quickness, you know, lose to you guys, Arizona, New Orleans, Green Bay, and lose four in a row and be like, shit, all right, yeah, what do we got to do? It's not, so, the, it's not the prettiest next five weeks for you at all. No, so I mean, if they can get a couple wins out of that four or five, and you know, come out, you know, nine and three, you know, still, I mean, like I said, my super hot take, I think I said we were going to be eleven and five back in week. Before the season even started, you laughed at me. So, but I'm three games from that, so we'll find out. Could happen. Out, but Still could happen. No, I think it'll be a good game. I think it'll be a good game. I think it'll be competitive. I think it'll be like I said, a one-score game, one way or another, whether it's you guys or or you know it's you know my team, and we'll see what happens. You know, obviously, I want my team to come out. We'll see what happens. I think it'll be good. What I, what I want is honestly for it to be, no matter which team wins, I want the rest of the season for the them to stay pretty close record wise because I want that last game, week seventeen, uh, right? 
29. I want that. Yeah, I want that to mean something instead of maybe saying both teams are like locked. What if that game is like for the division? That'd yeah, be, that'd, well, that'd be, be that'd be sweet. Seattle, that'd be insane. That'd be awesome. I'd buy tickets. I'd buy tickets just to sell them. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Not even go just to just to sell them. Just oh, to sell God. them like the Sounders. I mean, just like the Sounders tickets on Saturday, Sunday, right? Sounders and MLS code. Yeah, Sounders are playing for the, the I mean, title. Yeah, I mean, some of the tickets, the cheapest tickets I saw were like seven, eight hundred bucks. Yeah, that's just that's the cheapest. And I have a buddy that bought three of them, and I'm like, dude, you or no? There was something that was selling where he's sitting. They were selling for like three grand, and he bought three at ninety-four bucks a piece. And I'm like, dude, nine sure. grand. He's like, well, I said I would take my girlfriend and his daughter. I'm like, nine grand, dude. Yeah, I wouldn't care. I'd, I'd have sell, a hard yeah, time. I would sell those tickets. Not selling that much be, on TV. There'd but. be no, yeah, that would be an easy sell. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> but enough about, but enough about soccer. But yeah, definitely that December 29th. I think it's 29th. Yeah. 29th. It is. Yep. Um, would be definitely if it was if it meant something and not just seeing some like a preseason game because both teams are locked into whatever position they're going to be in. So, but no, I think it'd be, I think it'll be good. I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. It's prime time. You got uh, you got the Seahawks are actually under Pete Carroll, pretty successful with prime time games, but it's on the road, and uh, so anything could happen. Um, I'm just I'm looking forward to it. Been excited about this game for a while. Before I let you get out of here, because I know you got to go to bed, because it's ten thirty your time. Yeah, I know. Past Uh, bedtime. (laughs) Um, Remember when we used to be young? Ten thirty was nothing. Jeez. Right, this you time, were going out at ten thirty. I was, yeah, we were like, we were hitting the bars just now, and, and right. yeah, the time change establishments that play music. Time change is kicking my ass. I don't. It's it's. Oh yeah. It's it's weird. I don't like it being dark so early, and and right. feels like midnight well, you, at seven o'clock at night. <laughs> right. Well, you need to move to Arizona or Hawaii, where they got they don't even have daylight savings time. So they're trying to get rid of it here. We'll see what happens. I know. They we'll need see to. what happens. They also tried to divide the state in half, and that's not they they ha- so. tried that, and it just doesn't work. <laughs> it just doesn't work. Um, I, I it'd be irresponsible of me to let you go without asking you about Star Wars, because Oof. because you know you're you're as big a Star Wars fan as Andrew and I are, basically. Right. And and several of your questions and you've called in have been uh, Star Wars related. So, um, you you're you're. You're pumped. You got your tickets for right. for Rise of Skywalker. Your question to me, or you know, the last time was, you know, how I think it's going to end, and and you know, you weren't sure, but I mean, has it? To me, it's kind of like settling in that this really is the end of this. I mean, we obviously we're going to have Disney will milk Star Wars for years. Oh yeah, they it, got the what is it, the Mandalorian? That's going to be sweet. That's going to be sweet though. I'm excited yeah, about so that. That'll be good. Um. But I mean, is it how are you feeling now? We're going into what will be the end of the Skywalker saga, something that's been you know part of your life now for you know decades. It's nineteen nineteen seventy six or whatever. Um, what's so? What's funny is I was just like you said. I have I bought my tickets you know December nineteenth at nine forty p.m. You know, taking both my kids because Amanda sucks and doesn't like Star Wars. Um, you know, I told the kids they're taking Friday off of school because we're going to watch Star Wars. So they're, <laughs> they're excited about that. So they no school on Friday. Um, but it's I was just talking to a guy at work today about it. And, you know, the whole C-3PO scene is like, man, that was insane. I was like, I know, it's a bunch of crap. And then, you know, the different 
theories that, you know, people are talking about, you know, like C-3PO. Some people thought he was a spy from back in the day because Anakin Skywalker built him back in the day, who then obviously turned into Darth Vader. And, you know, it's like, was C-3PO really a spy this whole time? And that conspiracy theory. And then the theory about, um, I think you just sent it to me, who's going to have an appearance in this one. Oh, uh, Anakin. Well, you got yeah, Hayden Christensen. Yeah, but it's like. But it's like, how do you do that when he was Darth Vader? And it's like, how would you spin that into it? And then obviously the Emperor coming back, it's like, did he really die? And it's like, how are they going to tie all this in? And, you know, two and a half hours, you know, and, and listening to all the YouTube, you know, music that stuff that you've sent me, you know, the links of that guy, you know, I follow that guy. Yep. And, and it's like, just, I don't, I mean, it's sounds nerdy but that's what we do but it's just like overwhelming <laughs> to sit here and think about you know i remember you know watching you know the original star wars before they redigitized it and you know back in the day and it's you mean with han shot you know, first see luke yeah you see luke <laughs> drinking the you know you see luke you know drinking the purple milk you're like what that's gross you know you had no idea you know back when he was in the sand you know you know with his land speeder you know and the ewoks and you know the sand people and all those things and what this would turn into, you know, 40 years later to sit here and go, it's about to end in two months. Yeah. And it's, it's not quite sure if I'm getting to where your question's at, but it's just like, it's, it's nuts. I'm not, yeah, you can't, you can't answer that question. I, you know, go with it. It's, uh, how is he going to end there? Yeah. Well, and you just, I think that's the whole thing. It's uncertainty. We don't know how it's going to end. We don't know. You said it perfectly. Like, how is this all going to like, how are they going to pull that off in two hours and 35 minutes? Like, right. you've got, you, you, we, Anakin can come back as a, as a force ghost, obviously, where that's yeah. know, the only way that he's going to be in there with, if he's there. But uh, it was a little weird that they had Hayden Christensen down at, at Disneyland doing, walking through the Star Wars yeah. thing. It's a little strange. Yeah. Now, or maybe right. they did it just because they wanted people to be like, oh my God, it's is he going to be in the movie? Like what's happening? And really, yeah, dead? it just spreads all these different things. And I am interested to see how on earth the, the emperor, like how Palpatine is back. Like what is, right. is he actually physically or is, again, is he just force energy? Like I, I'm interested to see what they do there. And then even just watching the trailers, as much as I actually enjoyed the last Jedi, um, I, I really wish that they would have just had JJ do all three of them. And, yes. And that would have been, I think, I think you would have had such a better reaction from the fan base because there are so many people. I have other friends who claim they're Star Wars nerds who have actually told me they have no interest in going to see this one in the theaters. And I'm just, I can't, as much as you hate Last Jedi, like you can't, seriously, how can you actually yeah. say that? I don't get yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, I don't, and I was talking to my buddy today. Like I said, we were talking work and I was like, and I told him, I was like, if they do something to the, like the millennium Falcon and you and I have talked about this, like within like first 10 minutes, I'm out. And he goes, yeah. yep, fuck it. I'm out. He's yeah. like, I'm leaving too. He's like, beat shit. I will. I'm not, I I'll will. My kids. Uh, yep. <laughs> yeah. I'm out. I've already it, said, well, I'll walk out. I'm not, it's, it's not. Right. And not, we were talking yeah. about, a, we were nerding out today. And like I said, we were talking about a point. I don't know if you remember, I forget which episode it was in, but Yoda had always, Yoda had made some statement and I forget which one it was in, but he says, you know, no one ever really, no one ever really dies and goes away. So it's like, you know, and they always come back as like the ghost figures or whatever, but yeah. it's like, cause he's bringing the emperor back and he might bring Hayden Christian back. But it's like, I remember him saying that he's like, no one ever really, you know, no one ever really dies. They don't or, you know, whatever it was, however he speaks. 
you know, but it was like, huh. I remember that. Well, and if you think about the end of 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 uh, episodes of episode six, so Return of the Jedi. I mean, look at the Force Ghost you saw at the very end. You had Anakin. Oh, yeah. You had Anakin. Yep. You had Obi Wan, and you had Yoda. Well, we've seen Yoda already. We haven't. See, you know, you're not going to see Obi Wan because, unfortunately, you know, <laughs> that actor's not around. No, I'm here. All right. Okay. He went quiet, so I didn't know what happened. Oh. And then. Um, so, so I, I think that's what we'll end up seeing is lots of there's gonna be lots of force ghosts because now you have to throw Luke in there too. Yeah, because Luke will be yeah lots of force ghosts. I'm looking forward to that. I mean, I know the trailer that people saw. It was like, you know, if you look at all the conspiracy theories, it's like that wasn't in any order of any way, shape, or form. Because no. people were trying to put that trailer in order. I'm like, fuck no, that wasn't in order. I'm like, she didn't jump across the cliff and end up. Which, if you actually look at it, when she jumps across that wilderness cliff into Whatever that machine was, that's the old Death Star, or that's yeah. the second Death Star, I think. Because if you look one. in the background, it's where Obi Wan turned off the yep. force field and all that shit. But it's like a lot of people are like, "Oh, well, then they went and fought on the ship." I'm like, "None of that shit's in order." Yeah. You know, there's some underwater they don't, know, force that's going to come out of the water. I'm like, "Stop trying to put that in order," because that's not. No, order. it's a trailer. It's misdirection. JJ's actually really yeah. good at that too. So yeah. none of They're that. They're like, "Oh, C3, C3PO is going to die." I'm like, "You can go fuck yourself. He's not down. <laughs> <He's>... Eat shit." <laughs> Hashtag my friends. Hashtag my yeah. Hashtag my friends. We're gonna so, get that hashtag trending at some point. I know. So yeah, that's what I got. I mean, All right, like man. I, said, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. You know, it's in a, a month or so, and then, uh, like I said, Monday's the game, and then I'm sure we'll talk if we need to do this. We can start doing this if it takes up your time or or whatever. I well, can... we definitely got to do it again week 17 for sure. And oh, yeah. uh, and then yeah, I mean, it's we we I, I definitely want to say thank you to you because I know that uh, I know you enjoy it anyway, but. Um, having your, your question of the week when, when we, when we don't have any mailbag participation, it's at least, <laughs> it's at least nice to have, um, you know, at, yeah, at least we know, yeah, at least we know we got our woo girl over here. That's, right. uh, that will, you know, give us something and you always give us good topics. That's the cool thing is it's, it's, it's always something, it's nothing stupid, nothing like, God, oh, why'd you ask that? It's always good stuff. Like, who do you think's going to win this game? Yeah, well, like, well, I don't, good questions, yeah, I don't. guess. <laughs> So that's so, why I always try to text you beforehand. I'm like, hey, if you're gonna route your show, this is on my ass. So if you need to tailor it, yep, exactly. And I appreciate that. So, there, so, but thanks no, for being, fun. Yeah, I like it. thanks for being a part of it. You're one of our biggest fans. We appreciate all your support. And uh, yeah, so so swagless still. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Totally fine. Um, totally hey, fine. and you're. I think you're leading. Are you? I, I think, am. I think you're leading in the picks. And are you? And are you? How are you doing in the fantasy? Are you? I, I Fuck! I just fuck. I'm like four and five. Oh, are you? I oh, beat. Then. Well, I would have beaten everybody this week, um, but I played Amanda, who fucking beat me. No um, shit. But she beat me because fucking Daniel Jones fumbled that last with 20 seconds to go, and then Dallas scored on that pick and fumble at, right at the end. That's why she beat me. No oh, shit. So uh, a score that didn't even matter <laughs> yeah, because garbage. the quarterback fumbled <laughs> caused me to lose. Oh, man. I was, like, winning, and I'm like, okay, I got this. 20 seconds to go. Yeah, whatever. I'm like, fuck. Seeing that so right there, I ended up losing that. That's so. what that's what sucks about fantasy. Like that right there so, is just you're, yeah, yeah. So Almost that's why as, I lost that game. But I would have beaten everybody else this week except for her. Like I had 141 points and I lost. Oh God. So so now I'm like four and five. I'm like the five seed, I think. So I'm like on still the outside looking in. Yeah, right I still now. think you're better than me. I I'm I've been. Yeah, you're I've three been, and six. That's only yeah, about one game. I've been terrible. I think you're like three and six. Yeah, but you're terrible. like 40 picks behind me in the pick'em. So. Well. 
you know, when you miss a few weeks, though. <laughs> or, you know, don't hit sand. That'll hit do save. it. Or I even remind you. I even remind you. I know you're you still do. like, oh, I got it. And then I look on there. I'm like, zero. I'm like, you should have one. You should and have then at least one. You should have something. <laughs> so I'll do better this week. I'm so sorry I failed you. I know. Go do it now. <laughs> I will. It's only 730. I will. 740. It's 1040 here. So. All right. Well, go to bed. But no. No, I will do so. But don't forget one more thing. What's up? Woo! <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks, Dennis. I that out. I know you did. I know you did. I appreciate it. (laughs) All right. All right, man. Take care. All righty. Bye-bye. All right. Cannot thank uh, Dennis and Dean enough for jumping on with me and helping fill out the show. I'm looking at the time going, wow. Um really filled out the show so this will be a very long episode uh, I hope you all stick with it as uh, as long as it's going well let's well, all we have left is mailbag game picks and then we can get the hell out of here um, so let's do that and uh, so we don't uh, try and keep us under two hours because uh, unbelievable it was good content though I hope that uh, you all enjoyed it as much as I did I love those guys to death so um, make sure seriously though, um, if, uh, you want to listen to Dean's, uh, Dean's work, um, Podskier and how are you now? Check out those two podcasts. Totally worth it. And Dennis, he doesn't have a podcast, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to try si- try to find something for him. I think he'd be good. So, and if anything, he'll just continue to be our, uh, Dennis from Ohio call of the week. So. Let's let's do some mailbag real quick. I do have a couple of people that chimed in uh, and uh, got us some stuff. Um, both podcasts. How about that? First from the Thurston Goal podcast, another great NFL podcast out there. Uh, really enjoy their work. Um, nothing better than football and uh, booze. So there's that. Uh, so they say, uh, so explain Star Wars, please. Uh, I don't have enough time. Good thing they say. Just kidding. Here's a question: With Seattle coming off a big win against an underrated Bucks team, Wilson and the offense playing lights out, what do you guys think that the team has to clean up, change, or add on defense to compete for the conference? Um, good thing we've pretty much already talked about all of that. Uh, first of all, the um, Bucks are not underrated. They're a bad team. The Seahawks are just very good at making bad teams look better than they really are. So they're still a bad team. They're 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 not going to be anything special. Um, Evans, though, hell of a receiver for sure. But Winston's nothing, nothing at all. Uh, Wilson definitely playing lights out. What do they have to clean up? The defense. That's what they got to figure out. I think that they're on the right track offensive-wise, uh, offensively. Uh, but they got to clean up the defense. They got to figure out what scheme they're going to play. They got to fix the one they're using. It's not working. And they have to improve. They've got to improve on the defensive side of the ball. Or it's going to be hell because you're going to start playing the really good teams now. And if they make it to the playoffs, obviously the teams that are in the playoffs, that's the best of the best most of the time. So you're, you, can't be, you can't be giving up lots of yardage and lots of points because you cannot depend on Russell going out there and getting you 40 every single game. It's just not realistic. It's not how anything works. It's not how any of this works. Uh, but thanks, Thurston Goal. Seriously, you want another podcast to listen to? I've recommended them before. Go check out Thurston Goal. Uh, that's a great podcast. Uh, one of Dean's podcasts. How are you now? And I'm sure this is him. Um, I'm concerned the way the Cowboys may treat Bennett as he's someone who's an activist. 
What are your thoughts? Also, what impact do you think he'll have? We talked about this when I had Dean on. Um, the Cowboys had flat out told him, you will stand for the national anthem. And he did. So whatever they said, they got through to him and, and he stood. And what kind of impact do I think he'll have? He had a great impact his first game. If he plays like that the rest of the season, that's a great addition for them on their defense. And we in Seattle, we know what Bennett can be. We've seen his, the best of him. So if that's who you get down in Dallas, that's awesome. Congratulations. If you get Mr. Mouthy, um, you know, that guy, yeah, it's not going to be as great. But he did have a great first showing, that's for sure. So let's hope he continues that uh, if you're a Dallas fan, of course. So um, that's it. I got. That's all I got for the mailbag. Uh, every Monday I'm going to try and post the on Twitter is where I usually get the most responses, but it will be on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, the mailbag. So if you have any questions, Dallas Cowboys, Seattle Seahawks, NFL, Star Wars related, um, be looking for that. Reply with your question, and you'll get to be part of the show. Dennis from Ohio, because he was on earlier, doesn't have a question of the week. Uh, I did get to talk Star Wars with him, though, and that was pretty cool. So uh, I definitely wanted to do that. Let's roll right into game picks for the week, and we'll pick the whole league. Uh, it's a little late now for you to get in on our picks game pick them on ESPN. However, because I've missed a couple of weeks because I'm an idiot, um, that you could probably get in there and maybe at least beat me. So there's that. Uh, this is a uh, this is a garbage week for NFL games we i talked about that earlier it's just not a good week but i'm gonna pick them anyway so let's get right to it chargers raiders uh i'm gonna take ugh, i'll take the i'll take the raiders um falcons saints that's saints bills browns uh, i think the bills because the browns are just garbage <laughs> lions and dot bears i think the bears are just an absolute mess i think they're a bigger mess than the lions are so I'll take the Lions on the road to win that one. Ravens, Bengals. The Ravens will keep on rolling. They will beat the Bengals on the road. Chiefs, Titans. Dean said he was very uh, intrigued by this game. I happen to agree. Uh, it all depends on what Mahomes is doing. Is Mahomes playing? Is he not playing? Um, I still think in the end, no matter what, the Chiefs are going to take that game. Uh, so I'll take the Chiefs. Um, Giants at Jets. <laughs> the <laughs> Do I have to pick that one? I mean, I guess I have to pick it. Uh, I'll go with the – I'll take the Giants, I guess. Uh, Cardinals, Bucks, um, even oh, – man, I th I'll take the Cardinals. Dolphins, Colts, the Dolphins, congratulations on winning a game. You're not going to win this week. That will be the Colts. Panthers, Packers, that was one of my other games to watch. Um, Cam Newton on IR, Kyle Allen being the guy now for sure. Uh, can Aaron Rodgers rebound and have a better game because he's A.A. Ron? It's at home, so I'll take the Packers. Um, Rams, Steelers. Oh, I'll take the Rams. Vikings, Cowboys. Uh, Sunday night football. Sorry, Dallas. Sorry, Dean. Sorry, Andrew, if you're listening. I'm going to take the Vikings. Um, and then I'll pick Seahawks 49ers after. I do the usual and ask for your help in promoting the show and helping us grow. And all I ask is that when you're on Apple podcasts and you're listening to the episode on there, obviously you can listen to on any podcast app you want, but if you happen to use Apple podcasts and you haven't left us a review, please do. Uh, it takes two seconds. Give us a rating, leave a review. 
Just write one sentence. I like this show. I hate this show, but I keep coming back. Uh, you know, whatever you got to do, I would appreciate your help for those that have. Thank you so much. We, uh, we're, we're every, every time I look at, at numbers or anything to think that people actually listen to our, our little podcast is, is very humbling. So I, I very much appreciate it. I know Andrew does as well. So, all right, uh, let's get out of here. We're going to close it off with uh, a little bit of, uh, winning for my own, Seattle Seahawks Monday night game against the San Francisco 49ers. I guess I probably should find the sound. Winning. There it is. Can't can't do the po- I've used every other sound. You can't do the podcast without that sound. We love that sound. Okay. Seahawks Niners in San Francisco. Um god. Remember I'm not a homer and so I like to pick realistically. I honestly think the Seahawks are going to win. And that's not me just being a homer. I think that Jimmy Garoppolo is is as much as I like Jimmy Graps, I he's not as good as Russell, and um, the Seahawks are gonna hopefully refine their defensive stride and be good against the run, which is gonna force Jimmy Graps to throw, and he's just that's not something he does. When you look at what their offense does, and um, you know we'll see some bend that bend but don't break. And uh, I think the Seahawks come out on top. And I think that, yeah, it's a, probably going to be a close game. Let's go. Whew, let's go 30 to 30 to 27. Yeah, let's do that. I like it. Winning. All right, everybody. Thanks for staying with me and enjoying the show. Hopefully you enjoyed it. We kept it under two hours. How about that? Uh, until next time, go Hawks. See you later.